0: welcome to love and business is it worth it i'm your girl diane and on this podcast we address everything love everything business and everything in between if you're looking to grow with your partner while you're growing your business you're listening to the podcast that will help you figure it out
1: figure it out f-i-o
0: f-i-o yo hey guys welcome welcome to this episode which is very exciting because it's our first ladies night. What's
2: awesome. up?
0: Yes. Cheers.
2: Cheers, and ladies. I want, hear,
0: I want to hear a little background on what you guys, like your background. What do you do? So, like, we're <coughs> want to start with you. Like, okay. tell me a little bit about you. I was kind of strolling on your IG a little <laughs> bit and all that. You got some good things going on.
3: Yes. So, everybody,
0: I'm Darcel. Um, I am
3: an educator. I also am a podcaster. So, I have my own podcast um, called Mobile Talk with Darcel Lari. I also have a. Um, I'm an entrepreneur, so I have a platform called Mobiles and Media because I'm also a journalist. So, I have been seven years in the game of doing journalism and interviewing celebrities, fashion. Um, you know, uh, icons, I guess you can say, and then just uh, day-to-day people. So that's how I started in my entrepreneurship journey. And I kind of started mentoring people who um, wanted to kind of get into media because a lot of times it can be so competitive. So and nobody reaches their hand back to actually help someone. So the reason why I started Mobiles and Media was so that I can be able to reach back and mentor people who, you know, the, to teach them the things that I didn't learn and I learned on my own. So I wanted to be able to be that, you know, olive branch to people and it's, you know, I was able to tour with my business, go from city to city, um, definitely builds a nice following. And then I wanted to take it even further, like, you know, enlarge the discussion um, away from just media. And that's why I started the podcast. Um, so that way I can talk about different things that are on my heart and that I think are important to me and, and important to, um, the people that, you know, follow my platform. So I do a bunch of different things. Um, I'm also an author as well. So do a little bit of everything, <laughs> but, um, I definitely, everything that I do is all about empowerment. It's specifically women empowerment, but um, definitely empowerment. That's everything that I stand for.
0: I love that. How about you, Louisa? Tell us a little bit about you.
1: I am a trained nurse, operating room nurse for many years, but due to medical reasons, I had to step away from it Um, and thought I would never be able to go back into a clinical setting again. But I will say that I did 21 days straight on the front line in New York fighting COVID-19, just came back, um, and became back with a, with a different feeling about nursing, um, and started an Instagram page called scrub.journey. And the purpose of it is for nurses to tell their journey, and not the journey to scrubs, but their journey any journey in which they felt a hardship into getting to that scrub place. Mm -hmm. So that is near and dear to my heart. I also have a home care agency called Home Care, Care Corps Home Care. And my husband and I also have a motorcycle company where we travel the country doing motorcycle audio competitions. Nice.
0: I love that, I love that. And I'm so proud of you because these are all things that you are gifted. You have always been such an amazing dear friend to me like a sister. So the fact that you are willing now to share with the world your heart and everything you have to offer, I I definitely appreciate the fact that you pour yourself out because I would have been selfish for many years and I've seen <laughs> you just all with me but yeah it's time to share you so it's all good yeah, it's <laughs> So congratulations on that yeah. and coincidentally larissa also has a nursing background larissa tell us a little bit about you my dear
2: yes i will um i have uh, us on live on my page as well so i just wanted to address people watching because i know you guys are used to hearing health and wellness tips for me but tonight is going to be a little bit different okay so <laughs> i'm larissa Um, Yes, I was trained as a nurse and I was a nurse for about 10 years in critical care. And that was definitely an amazing experience. Um, During that time, it helped me to see uh, health a lot differently opposed to just taking medications um, and really just kind of going through the healthcare system. It kind of changed my mindset around Living in a way that you can create optimal health, so mindset, spiritually, and really fooling your body with nutrient-dense foods. Um, And I got into the game, you guys know me from that, and that's kind of how I started my business. However, right now, I've kind of taken a break from that, and this topic, we'll talk about how we kind of transition into um, different spaces with being in a relationship. And me and my husband, we uh, own real estate in Philadelphia, as well as some other parts of Pennsylvania. Um, and that's what we do. We do real estate and do business and do life and love. So that's me.
0: And I, I love that we recently had you and your amazing husband on, which, um, we have been blessed with your, you guys' friendship as well. Um, with Doug and my husband, they have also have grown a bronze. and I'm just blessed that we are surrounded by such beautiful people, but I want to get straight into the subject. Well, so Say it again. You yourself. Right. Oh, they're, yeah, their self spoke, right? No,
2: you. You introduced Oh, thank yeah. you.
0: Yes, you're right. Okay, so my name is Diane e. Walker. Um, I'm Dominican, so I get very excited. But <laughs> you may hear some passion coming out from time to time. Um, not in person, I just get excited. And uh, this platform, Love and Business Is It Worth It, was very important for my husband and I to start because our journey hasn't been the easiest journey. My husband and I have been building the entrepreneurial lifestyle on a entrepreneurial lifestyle foundation since him and I started dating. Him and I started dating in 2007 and have been inseparable ever since. But my husband was an entrepreneur by, by spirit, by trade. This is what he knew. And I was not, I graduated from Temple, which I graduated ironically the same year. And I went straight into um, corporate America. Well, in doing that, um, I definitely realized that the journey of entrepreneurship is not the easiest thing, especially when you have someone that comes from the corporate America environment, you have someone that by trade, he's an entrepreneur. And to mend both of those mindsets was challenging. And although I was always open because my mom, was an entrepreneur. She had a boutique. And when we came here from Miami and we lived in New York, and she always figured out how to figure it out. So she had that naturally. And I lived that. But then once I turned 16, she kind of just went to corporate America herself. So I didn't live it fully. But to see it in him, I definitely understand that this journey is not for everyone. And what I want to do with this platform, this love and business, is it worth it? Is is give the encouragement to couples that are trying to figure out their way in this entrepreneurship life to let them know do not give up because it gets tough in a relationship that it's not worth giving up the vision the the uh, empire that you're about to build and it's just not worth giving up so we will provide the tools for the last 12 years we have been writing on our 12 commandments we have been writing on um systems and principles that couples can use during that process of building because it's one thing when you're in a relationship and you guys are working a nine-to-five not that one is better than the other I'm just want to make it clear to everyone that it's just a different type of environment at home where there's times that him and I work for 24 hours straight and the kids got to understand why did mommy not get up yet from the bed And still on her computer, and they got to understand that process. So that's a little bit of me and what we do and why we're here. Besides that, we have built an amazing life um, with real estate, which is the the connection between Larissa, Doug, and I. Uh, My husband, he's a real estate developer in Philly. Um, He's expanding to other cities now, from Miami to Illinois to just other places. And um, we have this lovely business platform. We also have, we also educated ourselves. I'm so so (laughs) glad you said that. We have a daycare. We've had our daycare for 10 years. That has been my baby, my pride and joy, as well as the car business. And we have our nonprofit, Hemia. It has not been an easy journey, but I do want to encourage everyone to just stay, stay afloat with it all. So with the topic tonight, we decided to talk on leave and cleave. And I think that's such an important topic because although some may be thinking that leaving Cleave, oh, so you have to be married and biblically, that might be the standpoint that it comes from. I think that you know, as a whole, when you are in a relationship, and I want to get the four point of views from you, ladies. As a whole, when you are in a relationship, how difficult is it to put yourself in a position where it's just you two? And I'll give you an example. And I don't know who I I was talking to someone about this and they encouraged me to use it. So I'm going to use it, especially when it comes to a partnership where the woman is very dominating. Right. Because I think that's when the issue really comes about. I don't know that the issue of leaving Cleve is that big of a deal when the woman isn't really by character dominating. You know, they kind of go with the flow, you know, free spirited and it's not really an issue. But I think when you have a very dominating female and then the man is you know, dominating or being the man. So I think about this as a toy. So you have a toy, right? And the toy only accepts one battery, right? Battery, I, I don't know, a one AAA or whatever. And in that battery slot is one battery slot. So you're putting like the battery in. So in that battery, you have a negative and positive. Those are the two powers that is only needed. So you just have that one battery. Well, what happens when, somebody else that also has power is trying to fit into that same slot it just there's, there's no space and i think that's what causes sometimes friction um in a relationship where okay somebody else is also very dominating and they may contribute to the relationship great that's not the issue it's just where do they fit in this dynamic <laughs> like it's just there's no space how do you make that work so I don't I don't know who wants to hit first. Should I do it? So there's like no confusion. Darcelle, you talk to someone, <laughs> You're single, right? Yes. So, you know, I'm thinking in my head in a marriage perspective. But when you're dating, how do you kind of when you're going through that process? How do you kind of put your position? How do you get to position where there isn't any of that friction there because of that?
3: Well, one, I just want to say thank you for having me on. I think this is a great topic, especially for um, you know single women like me who are dating. Um, I will say that just to kind of a sidebar and then lead into your question, I do believe Um, You are a wife before you are a wife. I do believe that you have to have um, a dying to self and knowing that when you're dating, for me, I'm intentionally dating. So if you're just dating just casually, I feel like then that's whatever. But when you're intentionally dating someone when you're actually pursuing say hey i want to see if this is leading to marriage i think um it's one it's creating a new dynamic i know you were saying like like with the battery how can they fit into that dynamic into that situation and i think it's not necessarily trying to fit in but ask more so um how can we create a new dynamic that fits us us as a couple and i think every couple every marriage every dating relationship is different and i think you have to find what works for you because like you said you know those two different personalities whether one is dominant and one is not or one or both are dominant um it definitely is a give and take it's also learning to be selfless i do believe just from my experience dating um dating is a mirror you know when you are you know uh Basically being involved with someone it's really showing you you It's showing you either how selfish you are. It's showing you how um, How hot headed you could be. It's showing you who you are and vice versa for that person as well. You are their mirror. And so that's why a lot of times people, you know, clash. Is because you're really showing those ugly sides of you, even though relationships are beautiful, but we reveal sometimes in, in people and that in our spouse or our, our partner or the person we're dating, we reveal some things that maybe they wouldn't have done in a friendship, you know, or doesn't bother someone in a friendship, but if you know, it may um, Coexist in an actual re- romantic relationship, so I think it's really just finding what works for you. And then I think it's again that give and take and learning how to be selfless. And that is an effort. I think every single day that, or even moment to moment. Um, I don't think that's like a one and done thing. I think it's like you know um, just going at it day by day. I hope I answered the question.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And um. Uh, louisa what would you and i know you know in your dynamic is different but i i want to hear from that aspect on your end because i mean there's a lot of things you couple with throughout the process so i you know plenty you know so go
1: ahead um i i am she i'm who you speak about who has i don't want to say a dominating personality but a strong personality um but i think it was funny i went back to one of my old facebook pages that i have and i from years ago. And when I got married, one of the first posts I put on there is that I am able to take the S off of my chest mm, and
2: said,
1: so I trusted my husband mm. that, you know, as women, we're naturally strong. We figure it out, we do things. And I was comfortable enough with him in the decisions that he would make that I was able to take the S off my chest and allow him to make the decisions for us and trust his decisions. Um, even where, and in that, and trying to fit those two batteries into that one slot trusting him that he'll figure out how to put those two batteries in that one slot. You both can't have dominating personalities or else you're going to be doing this. You both can. Mm -hmm. Um, marriage and dating is about compromise and Mm -hmm. someone at some point has to compromise. Um, Mm -hmm. and you have to figure out, you know, what arguments are worth it and what is, you know, is this worth it? Maybe it's not one of you have to you know, one of you, if in order for it to work, someone has to take, the passenger seat and someone has to be the driver yes. to figure out at what point, what role you're going to play at that time.
0: I love that because um, we have uh, 12, We have the 12 commandments for power couples. And we talk about that. We talk about knowing your role. And mm-hmm. I love that you said that because one of the things that in knowing your role, the role in your roles, the one that you're weakest in and the other person is the strongest, well, then they mm-hmm. should be the one kind of in charge in that department mm-hmm. because that's their strength. That's what they do. So yeah. even in an argument, like, well, let's just say if that argument has everything to do with what I normally do, I should be handling that part because that's my strength, that's my department, just like in a job, you know, you have your different departments. If I'm an accountant, I don't need HR at my desk.
1: Mm-hmm. Stay
0: at your HR desk, <laughs> you know, that, that's your thing you <laughs> do that. So you are, I I love that you said that and it definitely took years for us to figure that part out, but that was very helpful. How
2: about you, Larissa? So like Louisa, you know, I have a dominant personality too. People might not know that because I I also do go with the flow a lot. Um, And like her, I trusted my husband with where he was leading us. So it was a bit easier for me to let that guard down. But at the same time, it was also hard. And which is why I did not stop doing what I was doing to focus on the, the the real estate business as a whole together until about like two years ago, because I didn't want to lose myself um, in that whole situation. So, you know, we're actually still figuring our place out and our roles out. I'm not going to lie. There are, there is a bumping and clashing of heads sometimes and you know, that just is what it is. So I have come a long way with like, you know, understanding like, you know, Real estate is his thing. And I, I try to put my um, spin on what I think is going to work but I'm so stubborn. And then it doesn't work. And I'm like, uh, Larissa, like, why did you? I like, was not my department. You know what I mean? I'm coming over into your department and trying to say, mm-hmm. do this. And then it doesn't work. And then he'll, he'll do the same thing with my department <laughs> too. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I say, we're still trying to figure that out. But it, it's a blessing that we can have those classes. And get, don't get me wrong. It's not all the time. Um, we can have those classes, but we can then also to come together two seconds later and be like, Oh, okay. Like, it's totally fine. Like nothing ever happened because we know that the greater good of this is we're working on this together. It's not you in the, it's not you in the driver's seat. It's not him. Um, me in the driver's seat. It's us working on this together. So I think I kind of want to just second everything that everybody else is saying. Um, and again, too dying the to self, that's, that's what Darcelle said. You have to really kind of die, mm-hmm. die to self. And I did have to die, like kill a piece of me <laughs> to kind of go under his wing in this. And that was hard at first. That was really hard at first, because again, it's mm-hmm. like, Larissa, you've been independent. You've been doing like your whole, like your whole life by yourself, even in your marriage, like you're still being independent, but I had to kill off that part of me that was thinking that way because that was no longer serving us with where we needed to go. So um, also true to what Louisa was saying, like you need to know your role in, in what time? Because sometimes you know, Doug might need to be the leader in this area and then it might need to be me as well. Overall, Doug is the leader of our household because that's how it's run. But depending on what's going on, you just need to know your role and get it done. And heed to that if it's vice versa with the other person. So, I love that it's you said either.
1: that. Like um, something we learned just recently for us within our marriage is that um, roles change when situations change. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn that new role, you know, in what position you play. I know with us, with the motorcycle business, um, though it's it's his baby, I may have had a different outlook on it. And I would look at him and I would talk to him and out and about in public as my husband. And at that role, at that time, he's not my husband. We're running a business. He is now my business partner, and I should speak to him. You know, he should speak to I, not husband and wife, but knowing at what point your role is and when to turn it off and turn it back on is very important, I think, as well.
0: Yeah, I love that. And Mm -hmm. uh, to to add to that, even knowing when to turn it off in seasons,
1: you know, because,
0: Mm -hmm. like Lisa, you're a perfect example of that you had a full career. I mean, you were barely home because you were working 12, 18 hour shifts. Mm-hmm. And now that you have the option to be home, your, your role switched. You're now helping more in the business setting. And now your roles are switching again, being an entrepreneur and focusing on your own vision that you have. Um, same vision in the household, but now there's a different position. So now his role, his role will be a supportive role also to what you are trying to build as he's still trying to build his, his uh, motorcycle company. So I love that because that's also another thing we talk about and knowing when you're supposed to, Mm -hmm. a lot of men too, and not just men, I don't, I don't like throwing a gender because I think everybody plays a different position, but understanding when you are playing assistant and when you're playing CEO, because if you're building something together, empire together, then you are playing all these roles. It just depends when, what season are you in now to kind of play that role. But Larissa, I'm glad you mentioned that because I want to jump into the leave and cleave on a personal note. I think when we think of leaving cleave, we think of that man or that female that in a marriage, they do not want to detach from their family, which is Mm -hmm. the case. And we can definitely come back and touch on that. But how about when we don't cleave from our, we don't handle ourselves correctly because we so cleave to our husbands. And you mentioned that a little bit. There is a thin line between still being me and being independent still in my marriage, And, or allowing my husband, he makes certain decisions. He's also very dominating. He's a go-getter, very successful. And you get lost in his perception of everything. And then you add children. And now you have another Mm -hmm. layer of not being able to just do what you need to do for self. So where Diane now has so many different layers before Diane. And I had to check myself a few years ago where... I can't be that. I cannot just be there for my children. And, I, and I, as much as I love to, I mean, I mm. love making my family happy. I love being there for my children. I love being there for my husband. From a drop of a dime, I'm managing every single idea this man has. I'm figuring it out how to make it come to fruition, right? But what about D? You know, what happens to D? And then, so I find that I cleave so much to him and the vision that he had that I, I got lost. And that's when mm-hmm. I said, no, I am doing this podcast. We are writing this devotional. We are coming up with these 12 commandments because I would love to be able to save marriages. We would sit there and talk to so many um, different couples. And it's like, well, you know, we want that. We want the vibe we have. You know, we want to make sure we know how to work together. And it's like, won't we just create a platform? Because it's not just the, you know, 50, 60 couples that we've talked to these past few years. It's actually a lot more than that. So I, I want to talk a little about that. How do you lose yourself, and how do you bring it back? Okay. You want to take that, Larissa? Because I know you're in the-
2: um, I'll take block. it. I'll take it. So <laughs> you know, since since I since from jump I didn't okay. want to lose myself. I think I've done a good job with not doing that. Although you know I still <laughs> I still felt like. I still felt like, you know, you could, I still felt like even though I did a good job with not it, not doing that, I still felt like I could feel myself still losing myself at the mm-hmm. same time, if that makes any sense, just slightly, you know? So how I, did, how I did with that, so I knew that I couldn't do what I was doing before, just focusing on my own thing and do the real estate at the same time in the beginning, because I knew, I knew real estate because ever since I've been dating Doug for the past, like with Doug for the past eight years, that's all Doug did was real estate. I was around it, I helped him with stuff, but I didn't know it like the back of my hand. Like I knew what I knew as far as my business goes. So it was hard for me to mentally be in like health and wellness space, as well as the real estate space at the same time, because the real estate, I I really needed to learn. I really need to do my research and doing that. And then doing my own thing at the same time when something was so new still, It just wasn't working. So I took, I took a step back from my thing to focus on what was helping us as a whole, the most so real estate Doug's vision was helping propel our family forward the most at that time. So what am I, why am I going to continue to do what I'm doing here when this is what's working for us both right now. I I took that time away to focus on helping you know, really build the real estate, because doug it was just getting overwhelming for Doug to just to do it by, by itself. So we've gotten to a space where we're really good with that now. Um, I can move with that now. I don't want to say like the back of my head, obviously I'm not as good as Doug in it, That's Doug eats, sleeps and breathes it. But I've got a handle on that now. We've hired people so that they can also help and I can just manage people, opposed to me, opposed to me just working in the business all the time um But more so working on it. So now that I've taken the time to do that, I am able to devote energy to both things because now they're both in a space where I have both of them, I guess, like kind of on like, I don't wanna say even kill, but I know both of them very well, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So I had to take a break from being fully Larissa, and that's okay. I'm in a marriage, you know, sometimes we have to do that, you know? Um, and once I got that tended to, I can come back to where I am now, which I'm, I'm feeding both, if that makes any sense. Hopefully it does.
3: So, yes, I wanna want to jump to... in, Larissa. Oh, sorry,
0: go ahead. No, Darcelle, I, I was gonna transition to you. <clears throat> I, I, if you can <clears throat> give us your perspective, I'll tell you what What I would like in what you're saying as well, mm-hmm. add to. Um, if you can add on that perspective, being single and dating, but when, that point where you fall, kind of love, you're really falling for this person, the honeymoon, thank What do you do, do <laughs> to get away from giving a 100% of you so soon so that, because you mentioned some earlier, you don't become the wife before you become the wife? Yeah. You can just touch on that as well while you make the point you were going to make.
3: Yeah. I was just going to say, well, um, one... Um, Definitely, I feel like you experience this in dating as well, in the, in the sense of that you lose yourself. Because if anybody thinks back to that kind of like honeymoon phase, or when you first meet each other, you know, it's no, you hang up. No, you hang up. Like, it's, it's that, you know, lovey-dovey phase. You want to be around each other all the time and all those things that i've noticed even just you know as i was dating um you know you start to not go to those workout classes anymore that you enjoy you maybe not hang out with your friends your friends be like where are you right so it's like you know you start to lose the things that you actually enjoy and you find yourself just having that person feed into you only and you know you start to slowly lose yourself and i definitely um i noticed that in relationships in the past And I really like made it uh, my priority now is to still be Darcel, And as far as because of, I know us women act like we're givers. We constantly are giving to our friends, are giving to our families, are giving to your spouses, whatever it may be, we're always giving. We always wanna give 110% to ourselves. Well, one of the things that I realized, and yes, it is balance, yes, it is different roles, but I do believe that you cannot pour from an empty cup. You still have to, whatever the, the day demands, right? And it can change from moment to moment, especially having kids and throwing that into it, having multiple businesses. You can be needed in so many different ways. And I truly believe, and this is something that I definitely even seen like Larissa do when uh, she was doing her lives and things like that, like first thing in the morning, just really pouring into herself and just and, and inviting other people on in that journey. And that's something that I had to be diligent and disciplined in is, okay, Darcelle, what are you doing for you? And I think, you know, some people say, well, that's impossible because I have this to do, I have that to do if it means waking up an extra 15 minutes early, extra 30 minutes early to say, this is my me time, this for me um, specifically, you know, I have to connect with, you know, God. Like if I'm not, you know, connecting with God, if I'm not praying, if I'm not in my word, if I'm not worshiping, if I'm not doing the things that I enjoy and that keeps me full, then I'm really pouring from an empty cup. And that's where you can see, you know, attitudes, impatience starts to kick in, all those different things. Arguments that may make no sense may happen just because you're more highly irritable because you did not pour um, into yourself. And I do think that it is healthy. As much as I love to, you know, when I'm dating, love to be with that person all the time, um, it is healthy. And, you know, where well, I'll reach out to Larissa and say, hey, I need like a girl's night. Let's get some drinks. Let's go out to dinner, whatever it is. And if it's for two hours, three hours, that's my time. You know, having my friends pour into me and me pouring into my friends, and I think that is so crucial. Is even doing like a once a month or once every other month, you know, dinner date with your friends, whatever that consists of or looks like for you. I think it's so important to just pour back into yourself because you can't pour from an empty cup. And so it happens in the dating world, and I'm, and I'm sure ten times more in the in the marital world, but it definitely happens in the dating world for sure.
0: I love that you said that because sometimes as a mom and Louisa, we're going to come to you next because I, I, I would love your perspective on it. Sometimes as a mom, you start feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. And what what's even deeper than that, you feel guilty as a mom, you feel guilty as a wife, and then you feel guilty as a business partner because your to-do list is on that desk. And it's either I attack this to-do list right now or I'll go out with my girls right now. So mm-hmm. I stripping, that guilt stripping that away from you because mm-hmm. you need that regardless. Or oh, I love how I yeah. said, you won't be able to recharge. And yeah. that is when you get the attitudes. And that is when you're no longer that wife that, um, that wants to have sex with her husband because mm-hmm. you're stressed and exhausted and you can't be, you know, that sexy wife he wants because you're overwhelmed yeah. and you yeah. can't be that real happy, fun mom because you're overwhelmed. So I, mm-hmm. I I absolutely love that you said that. And Louisa, in your perspective, what I what I want to hear from you on that end is how you went from working and being like 100% like never home on a go, go, go. On top of that, you were managing the business. So you were like always, God forbid, you couldn't you can't catch Louisa on the phone, right? To, okay, now because of health reasons and thank God everything is better now, You had, you were forced to have to be home. How that dynamic changed because that's a different type of cleave. And, and how did you feel about that? So talk it, to was,
1: there. <laughs> it was definitely different because as women, we're not used to having to sit down. We go, we do for ourselves, never asking anyone for anything. Um, and though he's, that's my husband. Um, there's still a sense of this is my household. You know what I mean? Like I run my house. I make sure this is done. I make sure that is done. But now having to depend on, it was hard for me to let that aspect go and, and depend on him. But then once I got done that first transition, it became a dependent issue where now I'm depending on my husband and I'm depending on my kids and nothing else mattered after that. I don't know. I don't know if it makes sense, but it's like, I'm no longer on the phone with my girlfriends. I'm no longer worrying about going out with my girlfriends. Like I'm just, it's all about my husband and my kids. Cause because of, um, um, it's crazy because when you're busy you're real busy you're able to fit everything in but when you have all the time in the world now you can't do nothing that's kind of like how it was for me like I didn't have didn't have so I don't I don't talk on the phone with you, you know, a lot like I don't talk to my girls a lot so I'm going back of um finding myself again and doing stuff and making an effort to talk on the phone with my girlfriends and and because now it's like my kids are, are older so now they're not worried about me mom cool or i'm gonna go in my room and you know my oldest mm-hmm. is doing her thing my youngest is doing her thing and um it's about me i'm in that point where i need to find me again and what's important to me and what makes me happy because if there's a while you ask me like well what, what makes you happy what do you want to do and i'm like I Don't know, I look at my kids and my husband. What do you guys want to do? Like I didn't know, I didn't have an answer to that. And I remember someone asking me, my husband had to say, You love to dance. There's a while oh, you dance. Yeah, I like to dance. <laughs> so it's like I even forgot, I forgot that part of it. Like I forgot myself, and I was lost so much during this transition of what I went through. So I am in that process of finding myself and what makes me happy and and and, and those things.
0: I love Her. that you said that because that's a that's a never-ending, and I've realized yeah. that. And I love. You know, Michelle kind of took the words, but I've been using the word becoming since before she <laughs> had that title. But, Michelle, <laughs> but you're always becoming so, you know, because during our counseling sessions, people will always ask, you know, well, you guys are so perfect and all that stuff. No, we're constantly becoming like the Diana you see now is not the Diana two years ago. And it's like trust me louisa can attest to that <laughs> she mm-hmm. knows my growth and every dimension that we go to diane transform into a whole different diane which mm-hmm. is why even the mindset and i always talk to people about this oh but he's not who he used to be he's not supposed to be who he used to be can you imagine mm-hmm. somebody being the same as that person they were 12 13 years ago what is this it's growth and sometimes depending where you're putting all that power of your growth, it could be good or bad, and that's a different topic. But it's not about being the same person. You want to grow, you want to evolve. So I love that now we're at a point again, even at our age, when we're becoming. And again, another few years, we're going to be becoming. And we, you know, even our children. Um, when I, at my daycare, you know, parents say, "Oh, that's not my child. He'll never do that." You don't know your child today. The same child today wasn't the same child as yesterday. Yeah. The same husband today is not the same husband as yesterday. The same diane today was definitely not the Diane yesterday especially mm-hmm. now after talking to Louisa or Larissa <laughs> somehow every time I'm on the phone with these ladies, they're like throwing something at me. It's like, ah, you're right. I'm changing. But um, I had, I'm sorry for the value thing. Cause I wanted to start asking questions, uh, answering questions cause there are some here and I don't and I want to answer them. So Damien, Hey Damien, he is asking in what ways have you inspired your men? How are they, who they are today because of you? And so I still want you to answer that because I'm sure you have a few examples like, wait a minute, you know, I remember me pouring in. So Larissa, mm-hmm. if you can take that one on, because let me just add, I love that you said some people didn't know that you are as dominating as you are <laughs> because of your husband. Well, let me know you didn't have me fooled, beautiful, because <laughs> I know that a powerhouse man has that right woman behind him. Yeah. And that's my point of this platform. Because don't think, and a lot of people say think about me like, yeah, I do not even know you talk that much. No, because when my <laughs> husband is present and, and it's his like whole circle, that's him. He got it. I, I don't, there's no need. I know my place. But me, in order for me to deal with the visions and the ideas and the type of man my husband is, he needs an extra, extra large dominating wife. would to be able to handle it. So um, to answer that, me, I, I know that it's, It's the God in us that allows me to feed my husband the right way to empower him to be who he is today. The Diane 15 years ago would not have been able to handle my husband. I wouldn't know what to do with that. But as I was evolving (laughs) and becoming, God has definitely blessed me with the wisdom on how to build my husband up so that he is who he is. Let the can bring that on. That would be my answer to
2: that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think you answered it, that question perfectly. Um, but I guess in our relationship, it's 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 pretty much the same. Like, yeah, it, you see me around, but you don't hear me a lot unless I'm with like my girls. Because again, like that's my husband's platform. He handles it there. I don't need to really say much. But behind closed doors, we have meetings. We have discussions, and it's in those discussions. Uh, just as simple as saying, um, no, we can we can purchase this. No, you do need to start looking at other areas of the country to start investing in, or you need to leave your job because that's why he left his job. Because I'm the one who's like, bro, like for a year, you need to leave your job. Imagine, imagine how much more this thing could be built up if you could take the time that you're spending on your job and putting everything you have into this. And my husband's very cautious. He's very analytical. And it's funny because I'm cautious and analytical too, but I'm more um, risk like, taker. Uh, what?
0: A risk taker?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm more like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's just do it. It'll work. Let's just do it. And like, just jumping off the cliff and like building, like, you know, whatever on the way down. So uh, we kind of balance each other out in that way. But I think it all comes down to, again, growth mindset. Uh, investing in yourself as a person, so that you're able to handle those conversations with your partner, and to push mm-hmm. them off of a ledge, and just be able to see more for them than they can see for themselves. And oftentimes, like I think we talked about this on your live, it's like Doug will come back and be like, "Hey, you know what? Guess what? I got it. I got this. I got this. I did this. I did that." And I'm like, "Okay, like, awesome." But I expect, like, I already knew you could do that. So none of this stuff is a surprise to me. Like I I knew when I first met you we would be here. And I'm so grateful for it. And I can say that he he's empowered me a lot too. I would not be who I am today without Doug. I don't even think I could do this like whole business thing without him. He has helped me grow so much. But um just in saying that it's just yeah, I guess kind of I'm a I just kind of speak over it, speak over him and just know that he he doesn't surprise me with anything he does and just standing in that when he is nervous about something or when he's unsure about something which isn't always much but you know just seeing more for him than he
0: can see for himself. I I love that you said that Luisa I'm gonna go to you next is you had vision Mm -hmm. and that's another thing when it comes to this love panor dynamic is that it's not just one person in the relationship that has vision because what happens is when you have two people, whether you're entrepreneurs or inspired entrepreneurs or really career driven, you're somehow a lovepreneur, right? And if you have one person in a relationship that has vision, they can see it. And like what you said, they, mm-hmm. you see what they don't see. And so that what, we call, what we call that is ego vision. So as an ego, you saw, and not that he couldn't see, or not he wouldn't try to build it too, but there were moments that your vision was a lot more clear than his was at the time and it might have been because he was all caught up with what he was trying to do juggling everything and as if he would have had a pigeon as, as a woman she wouldn't have been able to see that she would say you crazy you got a job we can check every week you gonna leave your job to go do what and and that's the difference between an eagle and a pigeon and we talk about that all the time. A man that has vision, an eagle type of man, a man that sees himself soaring, cannot date a pigeon. You are completely doing yourself a misjustice by dating a pigeon. And by all means, you've never seen an eagle hanging around with a pigeon. Eagles are up high. They're minding their own business up in the sky. You see a pigeon just pigeon away, chopping away on the (laughs) ground, It's two different worlds. So as you're dating and as you're becoming whomever you choose to become, as you find your purpose and your, and your passions and you and you develop your goals in life, who you're dating should reflect your vision, your sight, because that can make you or break you. Would have would Doug have been here this easily and quickly today if Larissa didn't have that vision? So I love that. How about you, Louisa? Tell us about your dynamic and how you have influenced and then the powerhouse that you guys
1: are. Um, I'm for I'm my husband's number one cheerleader. Can't nobody cheer for him? I will not allow anyone to cheer for him louder and better than me. Um, and we we are we joke and me being away those 21 days, we've seen it more than anything. We're each other's energy, and we feed off of each other. But you have to be careful with being that person's energy because you have to be, you have to be mindful because they trust you with so many decisions that they make. And my husband trusts me with a lot of decisions that he makes. And I have to make sure that I'm making the best decision for us. And he knows that. And therefore, he trusts me enough, like you said, that vision and birthing it. And I think I've said this at an event that you had before. My husband has the beginning and the end of a vision. He doesn't have the middle. I'm responsible for that middle and getting us to that destination. So with that comes encouragement, becomes a plan, and all the things that I'm responsible for. And I don't take that lightly. And I make sure that I have his idea. You know, I, I make sure not to divert from his plan, but to try to get us to where need to get to the way he wanted us to get there. You know, it's very easy for me to try to take his plan and twist it and make it my plan. But then you start to play on his emotions and his, you know, ego, if you try to divert from his plan. So just about getting us there and being his cheerleader to get there is what I tend to do. Mm-hmm. That's
0: good. Yeah, I love that you said that. Darcell, tell us about your dynamic. Like what have you seen? And then does it, because you're, you're, you're a dominating woman. You're a woman with vision. How mm-hmm. do <laughs> you make sure that it doesn't get taken for granted. Like, here's, my, here's mm. what I think. With a single life, here's that what I you know think. That, yeah, that That part. That part. That, that part. hurt me. It hurts me through other relationships. When we were yeah. council couples that weren't married yet, and it hurt me when I see that the female is like that perfect fit for the guy. Perfect. Because she knows how to encourage, and she will put what she was doing on hold, so to make sure that she uplifts and empowers, and then the guy's vision and the business that gets so big and is successful, and all of a sudden they start cheating. How? She doesn't this? Like, really? Like, the person that helped you up, really? Is it not mm-hmm. worth the fight? You know? So I, I think of those things. So I don't know if, if you can relate. You we're going to touch on that. But as you can, as you're answering the question, you can touch on that aspect a little bit
3: that's that's a great uh add (laughs) add uh, or observation um one i am those things i do believe in a dating phase or getting to know each other phase in order for someone to share with you you have to be their safe place and i feel like you have to and i think that kind of matures as you end up into a marital space but i do believe one thing that i'm really good at um is being able to encourage people being able to be a great listener to be someone's safe space so when i am dating they feed off of that like oh i can share with you anything they have it's a trusted space where they can share their fears or the things like i'm thinking about doing or that they're already working on and you know in my previous relationship i was able to say oh this would be a good idea this would be a good idea oh you should do that that would take it to the next level and i think you know just I think he appreciate, or I won't say, I think I know he appreciated that feedback. Um, and just again, to your point, having um, that different point of view, that eagle eye point of view, um, and just being able to say, oh, I see this, you know, and then just being able to help him to expand his vision and being a trusted and reliable source. You know, I think one thing, I also am an only girl, so I have three brothers. So one thing I know about men is if you um, violate that trust, they will not share with you again, right? So if they don't feel like you're that safe space, the moment you crush on their dreams, tell them they're not good enough or tell them that's a stupid idea, you're not gonna be that safe space for them. And um, so one thing that I've always learned just from being the only girl growing up is to make sure that I am that safe space for someone else. And it is hard because, you know, I think that type of personality, that type of nurturer, um, encouraging, um, you know, personality um, can attract, and this is this a whole other topic, but can attract a lot of narcissists. It can attract people who are full of themselves and they're, and they're kind of getting what they can get and then then they're on and not necessarily if they're cheating later uh, but they just feel like okay thank you you helped me you coached me i got the vision now i'm on right like on to the next and you can feel it even you know just in that dating space when you have those type of traits those type of characteristics you can feel well Zag, you got this this and this and this because of me assisting you or helping you or being that shoulder, um, you know, that's how you undo me, right? And so I think, you know, you have to be mindful of, and I think that's kind of, you know, that conversation kind of plays in my head and even in the conversations that I have with girlfriends is how do I navigate in in the in these spaces because I know the person that I'm interested in of course you know has to be ambitious so I'm never gonna date someone who's not necessarily entrepreneurial I'm not saying that the nine-to-five is not cool too but definitely has an entrepreneurial heart so it kind of you know, I question sometimes like, okay, how do I move forward in being that nurture, never losing who I am, being that safe space, but also making sure that it's appreciated and that it's someone that I'm building with, not someone who's just here to take, you know?
0: I love that. Now, I, I wanna kind of answer that a little bit, but if we can go back, what would you say are like maybe the three top characteristics you wanna watch out for when you know you have that narcissist or you know you're dating that narcissist? Can you tell do, me what that would be, maybe?
3: So when you, when, how do you spot a narcissist? Yeah, yeah,
0: because you mentioned that.
3: I think it's hard to sometimes spot, and uh, you guys, ladies can chime in if you feel like you've ever dealt with this. But I think because, I think, usually that narcissist seems that endearing, that seems that's like that they're there to kind of take and be in that role with you but really that they're just taking instead of pouring in. It's really more so because you create a world. I'm going back to like our previous course, you kind of create an atmosphere that's surrounded around them, surrounded around their goal and you kind of are losing yourself and you are pouring into them. And it can be tricky because it seems like you're there helping them when they're really just taking the help and they may not know it. It may be a subconscious thing. That's why that's a totally different topic but i will say that just moving forward you know i think what i'm looking for now is making sure that the person is equally supported as i am supported to them so i think making sure that i'm not fully into immersed in their world and if and making sure that they're also immersed in mine if that makes sense absolutely
0: can i add to that are you guys ready to add to her her point you good? So, like, what, what I think of with that, what gave us direction was definitely when we both submitted ourselves to God. Like, mm-hmm. and, and we submitted ourselves individually. I When mm-hmm. him and I started dating, we knew each other since 2001, let me I think it was like 2001, Demetrius and I, like, met each other through her husband. But 2007, we got reacquainted and we started seriously dating. That was, it was a moment in my life that I was just seeking after God. I was, um, I just stopped, um, was it stopped? I was in a six year relationship and I, I know, whatever happened, we broke off. And I was just in a place where like, I don't want to date. I don't want to go out in this world. God, I just want you. I don't want to worry about mm-hmm. any of it. And I was just seeking God, not knowing exactly how, or what, but I knew that I just wanted more of God in my life at that time. And coincidentally, he was two. I didn't know that. To maybe a few months after we started dating, but he was two. So I believe, I honestly wholeheartedly believe that because we had submit ourselves, we humbled ourselves to God's purpose in our life, and literally said, "God, whatever you want from me, just guide me." And that yeah. was your prayer. That when once we kind of came together, and that was the foundation of us as we were building. Up as a team, that is what allowed us to grow, grow into what we have today, and why we're able to kind of balance ourselves, and why he's able to humble himself when he needs to, when mm-hmm. there's a change, and there's a dynamic change. But I do believe that that is something that every relationship kind of goes to because you're you're finding yourself. What do you mean you're not helping me anymore? You've been helping me since the beginning. You know why would that change now? So understanding the dynamic change, I think, is definitely very important. We have like five minutes left, ladies. So I don't know. If you guys want to come in, I'm going to answer a few other questions, but um, if you guys want to chime in to that topic, because I think that was very good. Good, good. So I have, um, I was going to ask about that. For me, it's important that each has a relationship with God. Listen. So the reason why Demetrius and I decided to share the 12 commandments for love for and finally, because again, commandments is in that. And finally, to have a devotional instead of doing a book, instead of doing you know, 12 steps, whatever. Devotional was very important to us because that is the foundation of our relationship. Like if anyone knows our story and there's some here, um, and I would say for Miracle Temple and there's some here that would already say that, they have witnessed our growth. When Demetrius and I started dating, I started attending his church. Louisa and Rick was also part of that church. And our relationship grew in that church. And that's where he proposed to me. And we had babies and the babies came. So everybody was able to witness our journey. And we Mm -hmm. were very transparent about our journey. And it's literally the reason why there's grace in our relationship. Because we have always, always kept God in the midst of every single decision we make. I just, I don't know how else to function other than that. Mm-hmm. And my my perception of that is why would I not want the highest power managing my life? I wouldn't want it any other way. You know, like I want him, I don't want to manage my life. I want nothing to do with managing my life. I want the higher power to do that. So I completely agree with you, Christina. Um, what advice would you guys give to... The folks here that are either seriously dating, in a relationship, that are trying to build. Besides, do not lose yourself, which we spoke about. Do not lose yourself. And even Miss, if you do, just bring it back. Figure out a way to bring it back. Um, I did come up with a few steps on bringing it back that I want to share with everyone. Um, so one of the ways to bring it, where is it? Where are my notes? Where are my notes? Where are my notes? Um, I don't know what Okay, my notes left. But one of the ways to definitely bring it back is to reacquaint yourself with who you were, right? So if you lost yourself, obviously there was something that you used to love to do before the time you lost yourself. So reacquaint with who you used to, find out what that purpose, what do you love now? Because that may have been a few years ago and things have changed. You may no longer love to work out anymore, but you know, you may like, I don't know, like to go biking or something like that now. So whatever the case is, find that, that piece of you that you love to do and get reacquainted with that. I mentioned before, do not feel guilty about doing it. You need you and their self said it perfectly. Mm-hmm. You cannot pour from an empty cup. I love that, Darcel. Can I have your permission to use that? Yes, use it. It's beautiful. It's it's because it's so true. I can't be the wife. I can't be the mom. I can't be the sexy mom, the sexy wife. If I am not feeling that, or if I'm not who I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So definitely find yourself some you time. Look at yourself in the mirror and kind of introduce yourself to you. Because it's, it's easily to... Judge your husband and talk about how maybe he has cleaving issues and all that other stuff. The question is, do you have cleaving issues with your own kids, with your own partner? Let's check that first. And then let's sit there and check all the other spaces in our lives too. Um, and if you guys can have your closing remarks, that would be great. Larissa, you've been quiet for too long, beautiful.
2: <laughs> have I been? My closing remarks. Hmm. I think just at the end of the day, know who you are and don't forget who you are. You know, obviously during different periods of your life that changes, but um, staying grounded in that and knowing that you are important, um, you're the most important in the entire equation. Um, Obviously God's the most important in in the entire equation, but here on earth, you're the most important in that entire equation and without you, none of this moves. So um, don't lose yourself in that space.
0: I agree. I agree. <clears throat> so beautiful. Ooh, I, I missed you. Me. Your closing
1: remarks for everyone. My closing Thank remarks. You. Um, of course, putting God first. I mean, when you have nowhere to turn, you think there's no one else to talk to, there's talk to God. Mm-hmm. Talk talk to God and put God in the midst of it. There's three people in a relationship is you, your husband, and God. Don't ever <laughs> That's speak.
0: I the only threesome I'm a part of right there.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that is it. And I'll, and he and, 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 and he will answer you. You just have to be open yeah. and listen. Because you may be the one that's wrong. So be open to We <laughs> may not answer
0: how you want to an answer, mm-hmm. but he's gonna answer. Absolutely. How about you Darcel? beautiful?
3: And just adding to I, I definitely love those comments. Um I would say that it also um, if you don't have community. I think you should get a part of a community, and what I mean by that is, just like it takes a village to raise children, I think it takes a village to also. Um, I won't. I don't like the word raise, but raise a couple. If 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 you are one thing I've learned from, and I've taken preparing for marriage classes and things like that, and And even if you're in the entrepreneurship and just like, um, you know, you guys were saying, you guys been on the call, you guys have some type of relationship, whether through real estate or through something. I think it's so important. If you are doing this alone, you will always be doing things in your own strength. And yes, we are super women, but, you know, God is so much stronger. And if we do things... Not in our own strength only. Um, I think we'll get somewhere faster. We'll get to our destination. Um, we'll have happier and more joyful lives. I think also having healthy community, positive community doesn't necessarily have to be your family all the time, but it can be, you know, an entrepreneurship circle. It can be, you know, uh, pastors at church. Um, it could be um, a Bible study. Whatever it is that enriches you as a as an individual, but also enriches you as a couple. I think that's really, really important. Um, One, it just helps you to know that you're not alone, um, that it shows that you're not the only one suffering with that issue. Um, And then I think also, it helps um just really being able to give each other strategies and tools because everybody's in a different season at different times and somebody who has already been in your season can be able to say oh don't fall for that trap you know we've been there so this is how you can get through it um i think having that coach or having that peer um you know group that you can really be able to lean on a trusted group um that you can lean on i think is so so crucial and so so um important in order to um get to where you have to go and just the next season of life. And I think community, 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 if you don't have one, if you don't have a mentor or someone in your life, um, other than you too, I think it's, that's important.
0: Yeah, so that's a whole nother topic. We're going to bring more on that. Well,
2: that is true, <laughs> I, I agree. Counsel is really important and having great friends that you look up to. Is really important because I know I'm just speaking from personal experience Darcel reminds me who I am all the time and always is like Larissa, what happened to your videos. I used to love your videos. You're so good at this. You're so good at that. And, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. and that's really, but that's, I know you're laughing, but that's so important because we can get lost and forget about those parts of us. And you, um, Diane, just showing me how a powerful woman really can be. I look up to you so much, and it's just like, it's so important to have those people around you where you're like, oh my gosh. Uh Like, and Louisa, you know, we met once, and I I went, you're awesome. And and just what you shared on this call has been great. It's like, to be able to look around at the people that are in your circle and be like, dang, yo those are some really powerful and wonderful people. Like I can't even believe like these people are in my life. And that's, that's really important to have people like that around. So just wanted to second that.
0: Yeah, I, and I, I second that, I completely agree. But if I can leave, we're gonna leave off with ourselves cause I'm still, I'm still there. Cause that is powerful <laughs> what talking about, girl. Which is why we created the Love Panor community. Listen, with everything that we have going on, the last thing on my mind was And we got to manage a Facebook page. No. (laughs) (laughs) And I try my best Mm -hmm. to do it. But honestly, it's a calling that God just says, no, you're going to do it. And back to what you were just saying, Larissa. Larissa put me to the side and was like, you have to do what's in your heart. Mm -hmm. What did you say? Health is wealth. That is the bigger thing. Yes, you can focus on real estate and make your millions on the side. Absolutely. But if that is your calling... Right. And let's not even talk about because if it wasn't for Louisa, this wouldn't be here to begin with from years ago. Because that is your calling you have to follow. And that's the reason why we raised up this community and want to connect one to the other. And I love that you have your podcast ourselves, so, raising that community up. And what you guys are doing, Louisa, with the nurse life and you raising that community up. Because I don't think we're hearing enough about that community at all. And I think what's happening now has put a spotlight to the nursing world, in, in my opinion, because I'm not in that world. And Larissa, with your your wealth in the health industry, absolutely. So I love that you said that very true. Because what happens is you live in a bubble, and when it's you two agreeing with each other all the time, you think you're right all the time. And it hasn't been a time Larissa hasn't checked me from time to time (laughs) and be like, "No, you're wrong. You're wrong." So that kind of ability is (laughs) important. Yep, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for accepting my, our invitation as our, my co-host, Lodi Sa. It was amazing. I have definitely, definitely enjoyed this night. I hope this is very informative to all. Um, I think there's a few more questions. I will answer that offline and um, I'm going to stop the stream here on Facebook. Ladies, I don't want you to disconnect though. So guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, we're getting hearts. Thank Aww. you very much. Mm-hmm. So next time, ladies' night, is everybody's glass empty? No, no. Well, we need to empty that glass. <laughs> we need to empty that. Glass. Yeah, I can't be the. No- oh, should I? Or oh, do I need more? Because I can't pour from an empty glass. Right? <laughs> There you go. With that, we leave you guys. Thank you so much. Join us on Instagram as well. And this Tuesday coming up, we are going to have another live with Nicholas and Amanda. They are amazing. You will start seeing promos about that. So join us on IG Live next Tuesday at 9 p.m. They are a powerhouse couple. You don't want to miss that. Ciao, guys. Please leave "Love and Business" is it worth it? A five-star review on iTunes. Open the Apple Podcast app and search for Diane. When you find the Love and Business Is It Worth It podcast, scroll down and tap the five stars. Also, leave us a written review.